This is Self Care You with Scott Dixon, and on today's show, we have an amazing community partner, Warren Edwards, founder of Project Impact Youth. Now listen, I've known Warren for almost 20 years, and this is legitimately a human being that has dedicated his life to the greater good of the community. Project Impact Youth's core values offer creativity, leadership, and growth, and its end goal is to keep youth achieving the dreams that they believe were once unattainable. Come on now, that's amazing, right? This is an adult conversation, so please understand that this content will be real life. If this bothers you, I would encourage you to do a little research on the topic of youth leadership programming and the lack of the resources for youth. There you will see we are just touching the surface on this topic. This is Self Care You, and we're about to level up with Warren Edwards and Project Impact Youth. Okay, what's up everybody? Before we jump into the conversation with Warren, I wanted to take a quick moment and thank you for listening. But by now, you're more likely thinking, what is self-care you? Well, to me, self-care you is always forward thinking and being motivating. But at its core, self-care you is about providing a platform to promote positivity. We live by the slogan, level up which is simply that we're always trying to move forward, always trying to find that next level. So we are always looking for the opportunity to level up whenever we can. I want to tell you a little about Warren, a father, a husband, and a go-getter. A lot of you know Warren if you grew up in the South End, either from GL, from playing ball, or running youth programs with the Oxford Community Health Center. And that's where we met. So right now you're probably saying, oh yeah, right, that guy. So get comfortable with your favorite drink in that warm chair. Or maybe you're stretching, getting ready for that COVID walk. But this is Self-Care You, and we're about to level up with Warren from Project Impact Youth. All right, so it's been some time coming, but I'm really excited and really want to introduce Project Impact Youth. Warren, how you doing, my man? Good, how are you? Yeah, everything's good. Everything's really good. How was your holidays? Holidays were uh, were interesting. I got I got pneumonia over the holidays, so I was just you know kind of resting. And it's crazy because you really don't realize um, how how busy you are until you're forced to do nothing. And it was a good time to relax. I spent a lot of time with my family, uh, so it was really good to just kind of like, I guess, take that well deserved rest. Yeah, you know, it's one of those catch twenty twos. You're you're sick. But at the same time, you're getting some time to kind of recharge the batteries, right? Yeah. You know, listen, I was doing some math the other day, and it can't, looks like it's been, man, 20 years since you and I met each other. How crazy is that? That's crazy. It's a long time. Right. And, it, and you think, like, I just went through my 36th birthday. That's crazy that I've known you more than 50% of my, my lifespan. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And... That world began at Osher Community Health Center. Shout out to Jeff Dart. How you doing, my man? Um, we had some really good times over there at Osher Community Health Center, eh? We definitely did, man. I still remember working summer camps with you. Uh, we were the dream team. Everyone wanted to be in our groups. Big, red, and goofy. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I sometimes drive down in that South Oshawa area and, and see that the pool's not even there anymore. We used to go to that pool so much over there at Lake Vista, right? 
Yeah, man. Like, I they, I think they dug that up because they built the community center. So because the community center was getting a pool, it was just like, but it was crazy because the summertime, that place used to be packed. Oh, yeah. I used to grow up in like the rotary pool area. And I remember mm-hmm. that was that was crazy, too. Not some of these programs we used to run too, man. I remember going to Philip Murray or sorry, uh, Philip Coffee, right? Is that the mm-hmm. campus? Just go and play yeah, some some epic dodgeball games. <laughs> <laughs> so here's uh, people don't know, man. People don't know we we used to we used to be the kings at dodgeball. Yeah. <laughs> so here's a good question for you. I always wonder this myself, but you know, I'm coaching basketball now with the Clarington organization and I've, you know, done some youth work and coaching and things of that nature. And you ever wonder, you know, it's, we've known each other for 20 years and that's roughly about the start of where I started trying to give back to the community. You ever think you impacted somebody to do good versus bad in that 20 year time frame? You know what? Um, yeah, it's actually crazy because this morning, actually not even just this morning, but like a couple of days ago, um, I actually had one of the youth reach out to me and message me and tell me that because of the impact that not only myself, but my wife had on her, um, she was able to do positive things in her life just because really she had someone that believed that she would do better. Wow. Right. So yeah, man. That's it, man. That's self-care you right there. That's, that's a level up, right? If she didn't have that, that young girl didn't have that help, that mentorship, there's just one person to, to know that I got someone to fall back on, you know, she might've went the other way. Good for you guys. Good for you guys. Well, yeah, clearly you guys are doing great work. Project impact youth is, is obviously taken off and it's got community goals set and making sure that youth are obviously getting the things they need in order so that they can progress. So tell me, just tell me about project impact youth. What is it, man? How do, how do we get here? All right. So it's actually funny because we got to where we're at, while I was living in Nova Scotia. Um, I went out there, I was working at a rec center out there in Nova Scotia, and I was hearing about things um, that was going on in the south end of Oshawa. And I just kind of remember uh, like being in, in the south, uh, yeah. spending a lot of my like teenage years out here. And it was like, this isn't the things that happen. You know what I mean? Like the things that are happening here, these things weren't, weren't going on as I would say, like as, as frequently it was happening. So, I, I made up my mind. I was like, yo, you know what? Like if I move back to Ontario, I kind of want to start something where we can help the youth. And especially because I left and I didn't realize the value that South Oshawa had. Cause you know, when you're growing up, it's always like, Oh, the dirty South. Oh, yeah. um, you know what I mean? Like South Oshawa, da, 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 and you, this is just like the, the negative stereotypes that you hear. Um, yeah. And it took me moving away to understand the beauty in South Oshawa, like Lake Ontario is right there. There's a beach that literally, everyone comes to in the south um listen man you know i'll tell you like i i worked at Oshawa community health center it's a great community there's lots of people that enjoy that community but what we get this is exactly what this podcast is about is promoting positivity we're not thinking about that negative junk all that stuff that people tell you like all the dirty schwa or or, you know the south end is garbage or non-clon or what like these things are all irrelevant there's good people living in there working hard trying to do positive things with their life right pretty much what it is man yeah absolutely right so yeah so basically along the lines of uh how we got started i kind of reached out to my old high school gl roberts um had a quick conversation with them talked to the principal talked to the guidance counselor you know i had um 
a background in running youth programs, right? Yeah. I ran municipal programs. So I was like, okay, yo, this is what we're going to do. I got into the school, um, ran a program called the bro code. Um, yeah. and then they wanted me to start doing like intervention workshops, uh, more frequently, um, with their youth, right. Or the kids that were at the school. Right. So I started doing that. And then from there, it's kind of just, you know, kind of like built, I started working with, um, with the, the justice, like youth justice of Ontario oh, right? nice. and yeah. just helping some of their youth. But like my biggest premise was that, especially because like moving back, what I realized was, bro, there's not like, I found that there was nothing meaningful for the right. youth to do. So there was like drop-in programs, you know, different things for them to come and kick it. Yeah, of course. But it's like, you can kick it and still learn things and still, you know, like yeah. be valued. And what I found is the, the people who are usually getting the leadership opportunities are the ones that they already kind of consider mature or like, well-behaved and if you cause even a little bit of issues you weren't getting that opportunity so i wanted to give those kids the ones that get skipped over the ones that people give up on um people like that i wanted to give them the opportunity um because honestly at one point i could have been i could have been that kid that got yeah. skipped over i wasn't a, i wasn't a straight a student i was like a middle of the pack i'm the type of kid that well i was the type of kid where i didn't want to get noticed i just wanted to fly by fly by the radar and just let me be right. right so i just want to give these kids an opportunity to hone in on their own leadership skills because the people who need the leadership skills to me aren't the ones getting the leadership skills it's the kids that already have those leadership skills are the ones that are getting the leadership programming and different things like that right yeah so and sometimes that, sometimes the youth just needs that Right. Sometimes yeah. it's just like, I need somebody to kind of give me a little bit of direction. Listen, I grew up in a world where my dad wasn't around. Right. So it's a, an interesting world for a youth to try and navigate when his you know father figure isn't around and you try and learn these things. And if, and when I have mentorship, it helps me understand and educate mm -hmm. me and realize that there is something on the other side of, of the world. It's not just about, you know, me just going through my motions. doesn't matter. Yeah. You know what I mean? And some of these kids yeah. just need a little bit of push that. Shout out GL Roberts, man. How many bat basketball battles we had in that gym before? Jeez, eh? Right? Wow. Central versus GL. It was, it was, man, we had some epic battles. Yeah. We had well, some epic battles. Listen, I'm really interested uh, when I get on the website there, Project Impact Youth, and I take a look around at some of the things. I'm interested in this bro code because I feel for youth, like I coach basketball at an age where youth are getting involved in this, uh, you know, this gang culture and really just thinking that that's the element at which they can live their life. And I'm interested mm -hmm. to hear what, what bro code is. Tell us about it. Okay. So bro code is, is a program where we talk about stereotypes of being a young male, um, you know, the different kind of things, the different challenges that they face um, where honestly, even like the gang culture is something that we talk about, like looking hard um, in the streets or having street cred um, and not really knowing what that lifestyle is about, right. Getting caught up in something that you don't understand. Um, we talk about being in the arts, right? Because you know the stereotype that people always say. It's like, oh, if you're in the arts, that automatically means that you're homosexual. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, we talk about what, what, what kind of things you, you want your future to hold. Um, we talk about leadership. Uh, I've done one where we talked about grief and losing people. We talked about, I don't like to call it anger management, but basically like, you know, like yeah. um, self-regulation, right? In terms of like, 
realizing when things are starting to bother you, um, appropriate ways to display. And, and I don't want to say act up, but like, yeah, appropriate, appropriate ways to express your feelings. Um, and basically what, what we did with that, it was run like an eight week program where I break it up into sections. So the first thing I always do is we always do some type of um, activity, right? Yeah. The activity isn't necessarily like competitive, but it's cooperative, right? And it teaches, it teaches the youth that we're working with that really they can depend on each other to get to whatever that goal is. Um, the second thing that I always do is I always tie the activity into some type of life lesson. Um, one of the, one of the, I would say one of the, the greatest activities that I do is like a simple thing. We did it at camp, um, the maze game, right? And mm. for people who don't know what the maze game is, is basically you have um, a bunch of squares, right? And you hold the key um, to the path to get through that maze. The people who are participating in, it, are participating in it, they have no idea how to get through. All they can do is take a guess, right? So the whole purpose of that activity is to get everyone through. The first time they're not allowed to talk, they're not allowed to help each other. The second time they're allowed to talk, they're allowed to help each other, right? right. Um, and what I do is I relate that back into life, right? And in terms of you, you don't know where your tomorrow is going to bring you, right? right? But what you can do, you can take a leap of faith. Sometimes you have to take a step back because if they get it wrong, they got to step out of the, they got to step out of the box and restart, right? Remember their path where they went wrong. So right. we do things like that, where it's like, yo, we're taking real life lessons and, and making them into like different activities. I even did one where we talked about relationships, right? And what people love to do is automatically go into sexual relationships, not realizing that like you're in a relationship every day with your parents with your siblings if you have siblings um with with your friends you know what i mean it doesn't always need to be some type of intimate sexual relationship so we go back and we break like kind of everything down so that these guys can understand and we talk about the importance of i don't know just life really right and then what we do is to make these guys feel even more comfortable so after we do the activity we have a snack sorry yeah we have a snack and we talk about you know like the activity and we right. talk about like different issues. Um, and what I usually do is I usually go on with three questions that I ask um, just about the activity or about the topic. And these guys start having conversations and they start telling things, um, you know, and like really, yeah. really, really like getting involved in deep conversation. And we do that as we have a snack and then we debrief and then they're, they're gone and then they come back the next week, right? Right. Um, it's Valuable honestly one of the biggest things. Yeah, man. Like, and one of the biggest things is, is like the feedback that I get from that is how much the kids trust me when we're doing this, how great of a relationship that we build when we do these things. Right. Because yeah. I'm, I'm a very open guy. I'm not the type to kind of sugarcoat anything when I'm working with the kids that I work with. Um, I don't baby them. I'm giving them like, you know, like I can be super real with them. And when they ask me, they're like, yo, are you like a, uh, um, a therapist or like a counselor or anything like that and I say no I'm just someone in the, in the community who cares right. you know what I mean so I keep it super real with these guys and ladies when I'm dealing with the ladies and I think that I gain respect for that because I'm not sugarcoating anything and maybe because I'm not in a position where you know in the school system you have a position of authority and you have the principals you have the teachers and like there's a power imbalance yeah. I just go in there as warring right so there's no power imbalance so i can go in i'm not i don't want to say i'm not tied to like any rules or anything but because i have my own organization 
the teachers love when I go in there because I can talk to them the way that they can. Right. And let's be honest, man, there's, there's a world where I could talk to you like I got it out of the textbook, but unless I got those life issues like you've gone through or I've gone through and, and really can relate to you on that level, we're not going to really get through that, you know, thin layer of ice that a textbook would give you, you know what I'm saying? That you're diagnosed like this or like this, or, you know, sometimes you need to get right into it. I know coaching basketball, sometimes we have some youth that come from different households and, and I'll have conversations with guys differently and how I'm yeah. going to talk to them, how I'm going to motivate them, things like that. And it's yeah. important to understand that, you know, for those who are listening, this might seem raw, but this is legitimately how you prevent children that live in, poverty that have abusive households that have drug addicted parents that have you know life issues mental health issues and they're trying to navigate this with no mentorship it's it's a crazy world man and i commend you and your wife for what you guys are doing i really do uh, appreciate you guys in the community working hard and and people don't understand like that one impact of a person that you had i can tell you every single basketball coach i've ever had you know mm -hmm. what i mean it's just, that's how it works, man. And yeah. people really need that to, to help them, especially in a time like, you know, when we're going through COVID and we're really just really stressing ourselves and really testing our positivity, you got to revert back to those core values that you learn from someone like yourself or your wife or, or, you know, basketball coach, something like that. Yeah, I really want, it's crazy. you know, I really want to get into this conversation. You were telling me about this, this project that you're doing, this mini document, uh, documentary. Can you tell us about it? Yeah. Yeah. So, um that actually came about because i couldn't do i couldn't do anything um because of covid right like we can't really meet with the youth the way we want to um so really our programs got put on pause uh my wife and i were planning this big um leadership like a weekend leadership trip um we postponed it two times hoping you know that yeah. uh in september we'd be able to go through uh we had to cancel so i was like you know what with, with the whole Black Lives Matter movement that was going on, um, I had a couple of people, you know, kind of reach out to me. Um, and what I found, especially in the height of everything, is that a lot of people were posting online, but it wasn't necessarily changing people's views. You know what I mean? So things are still happening, of course. And like, you know, there's a lot of people who want to be like for, you know, like the different movements that are going on. And, you know, a couple posts on, on social media and whatnot, like, greatly appreciate it. But a lot of people um, really don't change their views. There's no connection. So right. I thought of this mini documentary where I had um, four youth, four adults um, that have gone through, you know, some type of challenge or barrier. Um, and I wanted to interview them and have a conversation with, you know, with the adults. What challenges did you face as a youth? Um, you know, how did you kind of overcome that? And what are you doing now? Right. Um, and then for the youth, it was the challenges that you face now. Um, and then what do you aspire to be? And the reason why I wanted to do all of that stuff is because, and I called it, I'm more than you think, because everyone walked by everyone every single day, not knowing what kind of challenges or issues or anything that they faced. And I wanted to put faces to the stories and create a relationship that people can actually see, feel, hear, you know, and relate to, or even maybe not even relate to, but it paints a vivid picture because it's not only happening to adults, right? Yeah. Like people are going through it, um, honestly, sometimes at a young age. And I wanted to get the youth um, involved 
and talking about their different experiences. And honestly, the first project went really well. We finished, we, we filmed and we wrapped up in October. Um, in June, I had Pathwise Credit Union. They messaged me, you know, they had told me that they're gonna give me some funds to do the leadership camp. Um, I was talking to the lady um, on the phone and I was saying, you know, because of COVID, we obviously can't do the leadership camps, probably not happening this year. I told her about the project that we were working on called, you know, I'm more than you think. And she said, perfect. She really liked the idea. So now she's giving us a sponsorship to be able to do a second video, right? So right now we're just wrapping up and finishing like editing and um, the first video. Cause I think we had like seven, seven people that we interviewed. Um, and now we're just working like now, right now we're just finishing that one and then we'll get started on, on the second version of that video. Nice. So, and you know yeah. what, not everyone, that's exactly what this podcast is too. Not everyone takes their media forms in, in the form of watching the news or reading the newspaper anymore or, or education. There's things that youth can pay attention to as well. For instance, self-care you, the whole model behind it is to promote positivity and to level up. So we're never looking at anything that's negative and, and behind us. We're moving forward all the time whenever we get opportunity to do so. And that doesn't matter where that comes from. That comes from an avenue of just positivity will run supreme all the time. And sometimes, you know, and in this uh, document, documentary that you're doing, you know, sometimes there are some people that just need to hear it, just need to see it, just need to understand it, need to, you know, see someone else say it, have an unbiased opinion because too young, too many times in our life when we come from a, a biased opinion, right? Your dad, your mom, your sisters, your brothers, your aunts, your uncles might be telling you about how things are going but then you start to mature and you start to hear other opinions and, and reading other things in education. And you realize that that might not be the way you want it. Right. So yeah. these things are really impactful for not just youth, anyone. There's lots of people struggling that, that need education. So uh, it's pretty awesome. Okay. Warren, listen, I don't want to take too much of your time now. We've had some, a great conversation. I really want to get project impact use information out there to the public. I want to get your, you know, website, social media, things that you got going on. How about you give that to us? Yeah, of course. So we do have Facebook. It's a uh, Project Impact Youth Programs. Uh, you can find us on Facebook there. We also have Instagram. Our Instagram handle is project underscore impact underscore youth. And then we also have a website where you can find us at www.projectimpactyouth.ca. And if you want to get a hold of me by email, like you want to get me directly, um, my email is w uh, E-D-W-A-R-D-S at projectimpactyouth.ca. All right, man. Well, listen, you guys are doing some great things in the community. Uh, shout outs to your wife. That's also putting in the work. You guys are doing really great stuff. That's Project Impact Youth. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure you get out there. You check it out. See if you can help out when we get back out of this COVID pandemic that we got going on. Warren, always yes. great to talk to you, my man. Uh, thank you very much. We'll do this more often, all right? Have a good one. Yes, sir. You too. All right, man. Well, I hope you really enjoyed that conversation with Warren Edwards from Project Impact Youth. You know, we're talking about some pretty awesome things that they're doing in their community to really just try and make sure that they're doing right and that youth have the ability to turn to someone whenever they have an issue at hand. You know, one of the intriguing things that Warren and I chatted about was this Instagram message that he received right before we recorded and I promise you this it wasn't even coordinated it just kind of worked its, itself out I thought I would slip onto Warren's page and really just kind of see what this message was about 
And the first sentence is amazing. I just want to say that you've been a big impact in my life since I was little. I looked up to you and Danielle, and I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for you believing in me. Come on now. These are things that just happen when you promote positivity. Project Impact Youth is an amazing organization that is trying to help our community and making sure that youth are making the right choices, not the wrong choices. And I'm glad that we took the time to talk to Warren about these issues and what they're doing to help their community. Make sure you get over to projectimpactyouth.ca and see how you can help Warren and his wife, Danielle, help the community. Simple as that. I also wanted to make sure that I give a podcast shout out to Magnificent Mindsets. This is my wife's friend, and this is a great listen. If you're looking for something to kind of be in the same genre of where you are right now, it's a definitely a, a very good listen. Give it a go. Okay, so this is Self Care You, and we definitely leveled up today with Project Impact You. Mm-hmm.